we are winning the World Series in 2022. Put it on record. You are winning the World Series. We are winning the World Series. Hey, Cabeza, what a week, man. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, remember long those long ago halcyon days of the pandemic when the Dodgers like could win the postseason? I, I'm already not stopping. And you know, dude, in the in the in the week since we've recorded our podcast, the Dodgers have completely collapsed and lost. This is in the weeks the that we were like, oh man, this is in the bag. Even Dave Roberts said, "We got this in the bag. This is it." He said that. Yeah, he jinxed and, it, man. And yeah, I know what baseball is all about, Jinx. Even, you know, and I hate it because I enjoy it, but sometimes I have a hard time watching the playoffs. You're hoping that Roberts doesn't make a mistake. I don't know from watching these games if he made a mistake more than just uh, we we weren't ready. We just got, I don't know what I else he could have done. I don't see how you could say they weren't ready. They won. The Dodgers won 111 games in the season, like the, the best record yeah. in the club's history. But the thing is, the, it's it's not just the Dodgers. I mean, the Yankees are out, the Braves are out, and now the Dodgers are out. And those were all 100-win-plus teams that oh, are out. I know. But now, like, who's in it? The Phillies, they're a... Against the Padres. And the Padres, they're both, like, 80-plus-win teams. At least the Phillies are still in it, so... I got somebody are I you, can follow. Are you going for the Phillies? Yeah, now I am, yeah. See this uh, nice... Wow, you just... Now Put let me tell you why. San Diego Padres hat. I, I'm That's not... why they lost. You wore that before they, they the Dodgers started playing. That's why they lost. You probably released that goose into the stadium. I'm tell you. I, I bet there is security that. camera footage with you like creeping off, ding 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 ding, like like a little burglar, you know, off camera like releasing a, that goose. That was a that was a San Diego goose. That was a plant, let, man. Let me let me ask you though. This is this is a. A very important question, because our opinions, I think, are going to cause ramifications as far as decision making in the MLB. Oh, obviously. I know it. I know Dave I Roberts think, is listening intently right now. I know to not just out what Dave, the but the, the higher ups, Magic Johnson, all the owners are probably taking into consideration. They're under their seat well, right now. Polo and Caves, I have to say. Yeah, it's it's. I, I can guarantee you, we we have the ears of the power in LA sports. Dave Roberts, in or out. It's like what I said before. That's not what they would do. What would what would what would what would I do? Polo do? I would what keep would him. Polo do? I would keep him for the regular season. Then I would find like a Tony Larusa or somebody who knows how to win in the postseason to take over. What I said last time wasn't a joke. The Dodgers need a postseason manager who who can win in the postseason because Roberts ain't it. He's he's not at all. Are the Astros still in there? Astros, I think they're still yeah, in I think it. so with Dusty yeah. Baker pan. That's who we should have had. I, I'm I'm already off the Dave Roberts bandwagon. I think it, he did the same. He he does he panics. I think I don't know what happens with him, but the man panics because they win the first game. Second game, Kershaw starts. I'm like, okay, this. I'd already assumed that they were going to lose that one because but, but it's you know what? Kershaw, Kershaw in the post played a good game, but he though. played a good game. That was the whole thing. They and, still lost, and he, and he still played a good game. There. Our bats just couldn't get That's through what, that, relief, silent, that relief lineup, man. Their, their relief lineup pitching had our number. We It didn't matter. Mookie Betts, um, Will Smith, all these guys, um, Freddie Freeman. I, I'm, it was a pretty big had, reversal. It was a reversal from Trey the regular Turner? season. Yeah, it was a reversal oh, from the regular God. season where the Dodgers consistently rallied, even when they were behind. And they, yeah. they wiped the floor with San Diego last time they met. 
But um, well, they they won the whole series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the regular season, they yeah they kicked their butt. But then third game, guy starts and like Roberts pulls him out after like an inning and a half or something like that, because the uh, guy was. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's like, dude, Roberts. No, no, no. Leave the guy I, in there. I saw that he had to get him out, man. He wasn't in, in trouble. You think he completely lost his confidence? Honestly, this this really fell on the team. Oh yeah, no, I, I, the the, the easy team, thing, the easy thing is to blame Roberts alone, but this is this is a team effort. I mean, even like the mistakes, like Trey Turner just fumbling the ball, not uh, it just the the game before they just didn't do, and then not executing. Their lineup couldn't get hits, or when people were on base, they just couldn't get them in. They couldn't bring them home, and so it, it but, just seemed like it was what? a completely different team last week. I'm then. rooting for the for the for the fathers. Let's go, the fathers. fathers. Let's go. The fathers, the daddies. I'm gonna tell you why. The San Diego I'm daddies. Gonna I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you how many reasons you want. Don't, Don't go for it. As many me. as give me three reasons. No, no, no. Three reasons. One, they wear the same color as my Indian people. Cafe brown. <laughs> We're giving a finger to Nuri. Nuri, Nuri caused this. Okay, she was the downfall to the Dodgers. Because she had hatred. <laughs> I think you're right. No, no. I think you're onto so something. The brown people got upset. I think you're onto said, something you know because what? the goose, the rally We're goose, gonna... the rally goose made like if this were like ancient, like Greco Roman times. That was an omen. That was an omen. That was an omen. Yeah. If this were ancient that times, people omen. would have been like, oh, that's a sign from oh the gods. Gosh. Yeah. That's, that's the sign. You were keeping our people down. And the angry, what is it? Uh, what was it called? Was it, uh, um, not a mallard. That was a goose was of some goose? kind. The angry goose. I mean, he was just like, he wasn't even a happy goose. Did you see his face? He was really pissed off. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. It wasn't even a Canadian goose either. It didn't look like a Canadian no. goose. It looked no. like some other goose. He was like, was a silly he goose. Wanted, yeah, he wanted to be known that the omen was against the Dodgers for keeping so. Because after the, the goose appeared, after the goose appeared, that's when the, the Padres started winning. Number two, the city of San Diego. I mean, seriously, what else do they have? Oh, everybody likes what? San Diego. Come on, they're kind of like the, they have no sports team besides the pods. Well, they kind of still have the Chargers, <laughs> even though they play here. Well, I know we, I know we, uh, I know we, I know here the, the running joke uh, for those that are not from Los Angeles, because I know our podcast extends beyond Coast LA, to coast. Beyond West Covita. Polo and Cabeza, <laughs> coast to coast. I mean, we we have fans in other countries, potentially El Salvador too. I'm just saying we're international. That is that is right. Uh, but yeah, it's San Diego. San Diego, California, welcomes you and your family to enjoy our beautiful beaches and. But uh, but everyone likes San Diego. It's a nice it's a nice city. It's pleasant. And the people, you know what? The people came out because normally they don't root for them. I mean, I've been to the stadium many a times and. It's sad to see other other teams make it their home. The last thing, though, Polo. Reason number three. Near and dear to my heart. His name is Hugh Darvish. Former Los Angeles Dodger pitcher, Hugh Darvish, who was released by the Dodgers mm -hmm. uh, right after the, uh, the World Series with the Astros. Unfairly, it turns out, unfairly released, because that was the year that the Astros were cheating by reading signs. And they Thank knew you. all his signs. Thank you. 
and it was his size. It was his game. Yep. And the announcer said, when you Darvish is on the mound and it's the real game is on the line, he will melt down. That was so unfair. And he's such a humble guy. I, I like him. I don't know him, but it seemed like just in his interviews and it really really had an impact on his career. Good thing he got picked up by the Cubs and the Padres. Yeah. And so what I would love to see, the pods, give it with you, Darvish. Yeah. Isn't that, that, that would be. That, that's, that's nice. But here's the, here's my counterpoint to that. Okay. Manny Machado. Cheater. Machado. Manny Cheater Machado. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Yeah, I even I just... the Padre fans have a hard time <laughs> when he comes up. They're like Manny Machado. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. You get the you get the one guy in the back. Get the one like guy in the back. Pause, you know, like yeah, it's kind of like it's it's you hear crickets. Oh, man, it's just it's you know it's because he has a smug face. He's just very confident and arrogant. Right. Yeah. It, it yeah. Just, well, yeah. He has a punchable. He, he, he definitely has a punchable Dodger. face. He was a Dodger for a bit, and I didn't even like him when he was on the Dodgers. But I don't know. It's it's you got you can't be too too good of a team. If they didn't have him, they'd be the perfect team because I like Tatis, even though he's suspended, and uh, I like uh, what's that new guy they have uh, from the Washington Nationals. Yeah, I couldn't tell he's, you. He's, I, I don't. He's follow an awesome him player. Too yeah, he's he's an awesome player too. Um, I, I the fathers, man. Do you know the history? You know what's the deal with Mex Tex food? Uh, no, not really. So I always used to complain. Have you ever had Mex Tex food? Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, All right. cool. Not that I'm not that I'm aware of. I'll put it that way. Couple things like when you go out there and you have Mex Tex food because they don't have authentic Mexican food, and I always felt like, why are you cheating me with this food that tastes so bland and and American? And they give you like this thing that they love is like melted cheese, and you dip your and, and that's actually pretty good. They call it queso. Sir, you do you want some queso? Oh yeah, queso. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but queso, it's melted. Yeah, but they don't do it out that's here. That's like not that's like nacho cheese, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you don't go to a Mexican restaurant here and be like, hey, can I have some queso? They'll be like, what? Que, que señor? And like they'll bring you salsa, but they don't do the. You know what? You're the, right. I never I never made that connection. A ta-da moment. Exactly. You're absolutely right. I have never... Go to Texas. Go to the South. Sir, can I have a... Ta a... They'll bring you queso before they bring you the salsa. But out here, it's different. It's like, they'll bring you the salsa. You ask yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. here in a Mexican restaurant, they'll look at you like side-eyed. Like, yeah, you either get the, the Verde or the, the Roja. Roja. And then if they're if you're, they're jerks, they'll be like, do, do you mean queso? Like, they'll try to correct you because, you know, they do the... Queso. Oh know? yeah. Can I get some yeah, queso yeah. there, Senor? <laughs> senor Rita. Can I get some? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So the I never. Thing. But but really, I never made that connect. It's like yeah. It's like I've never. Because mm -hmm. to me, like nachos. Yeah, if man. you say nachos, but it's good though. But right? for me, it's nachos and it's the it nachos, nachos with the cheese. You know, like like you get at yeah, the yeah. movie theater or whatever. You know, like that. Yeah. But yeah. I never made the connection that I've no Mexican restaurant I've ever been in has ever served. Melted mm -hmm. cheese with chips. Not it's here, it's always it's always salsa of some kind. Yeah, yeah. I, it, that is never that has never clicked in my head. So next time you go to the south, down in Texas and beyond, ask for queso and they'll bring it to you. Like, do you want some jalapeno, sir? 
I'll throw that. And it's like what can you I said, get it's some, a natural. Can I get some queso a... there, poor favor? <laughs> you know what? Next time I'm going to say, hey, can I get some nachos? Because, you know, it's that thing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just pour it over for me, please. I'm going to take a jab at the Canadians. I want to say, why are you trying to be America? I don't think they did... are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen the news? They, they do, like, the truckers get upset and they oh. start doing. Oh they, yeah, I heard. I didn't really pay much attention to it because it was Canada. But and uh, then they have their current uh, prime minister, who's uh, who's a hoot. <laughs> he's a hoot. But yeah, they did some kind of trucker thing up there, didn't they? Like oh, some yeah, kind yeah. of. Like, I know in in the U.S. and for those of you that are listening outside of the United States, because we have so many listeners yes. outside of the U.S. We're big. We're we big really, internationally. We're huge. We're huge. We really don't care. We are, we are, we What's are going on around in the world. No. Muy, muy grande. <laughs> muy, muy yeah, grande. we don't really care what's going on. No, the honest reality is that the, our news doesn't feed us anything but our own news. And, you know, things like what's happening with Kim Kardashian and Neri Martinez are more important to us. Yeah, than. it's like, did you hear what Kanye said? That's what's more important than yeah. anything yeah, else yeah. That, going on. Than anything else. So just um, no apologies there, okay? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Canada was trying to do the, kind of the same deals and they were holding people down and, you know, they had this whole thing with Justin Trudeau and I guess he was trying to bring the people to the, he had thought he had the power and no, okay, well. But I have no idea. I, I, they, I just imagine a, a circus going angry Canadian there. truckers like, oh, we're, we're angry, you know, we're going to drive our trucks out there and, you know, <laughs> no and, maple and, syrup. yeah, we're going to, you're not going to have any maple syrup there, you know, so <laughs> you might want to consider your actions when we show up and, and express our displeasure at what's going on, eh? <laughs> you know, it's, <sighs> make fun of Canadians a little bit. There was this Netflix special about each country and greed and the businesses and what they had done and then they went to like china and all these people trying to embezzle money but then when it came to canada it was literally a an episode about maple syrup and how there was a mafia for maple <laughs> syrup and i was like the the maple syrup cartel <laughs> We're going to drown you in maple syrup. Tell us now. <laughs> we'll give you diabetes in 10 years. We're going to put like, you. Oh, Canadians, you're so bad. Oh. We're going to put you in that barrel there, you know, the maple syrup. If you if you don't play ball, I'm sorry. Things are just going to go kind of bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> now we're out of Canada. Um, well, Paulo, we're not going to have any listeners in Canada anymore. I know. Well, it's all right. I have a I have a uh, cousin who actually makes maple syrup. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he okay. has a farm. He has a farm where all the trees are tapped, and he uh, makes handmade makes his own maple syrup and sells it in the uh, in the area up there. So I wonder. Yeah, oh, if, he uh, lives. He's up there in Canada. Well, he's not in Canada. He's in he's in Wisconsin. So, oh, okay. yeah, he's just south of the border. So be careful, I think maybe, you know, like like some folks south of the border, uh, he might be smuggling some of that that sweet, sweet gold, brown gold, oh, liquid gold man. up up past yeah, the border there. You got to be careful. Canadians, this is the whole fight. They only allow certain people in certain areas to make the maple syrup. Just letting you know. Well, that just, sounds like... You, he may get some... Well, he, you know, he's got those clandestine there. He's got the mules bringing the 
the pack the bottles of maple syrup across the border, hoping they don't get caught flying planes. <laughs> People on radios keeping lookout for each other. He's standing at customs and and like you're trying to smuggle in the bottles of maple syrup and, and you're hoping the bottles don't clink together and give it away when yeah, the customs you're... guy is talking to you. <laughs> He's leaving the dangerous world. Yeah, and then like the 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 Mounties, like someone gets caught and the Mounties are on TV with like the little bottles of maple syrup spread out on a table saying, <laughs> oh, we recovered, uh, we recovered over $45 worth of maple syrup that someone was trying to smuggle in across the border, you know, eh? Oh, we, it's a, it's a major maple bust, I'm telling you. You laugh. I'm telling you, I'm gonna send you that link to that uh, to that episode. And I was just amazed it, that we were literally talking about that. It was oh, just like Canadian okay, maple guys. syrup cartel. Don't we have a new segment to our show? Uh, like what's sure. going on in Hollywood? Yeah, what's yeah to the we watch a lot of tv from disney plus to hbo max <laughs> yeah let's go what's the first show Polo, what, what you in got, the movie? world is polo and cabeza watching uh let's see oh i don't even know if that's you're gonna, gonna, gonna stay talk in. about the andor you're gonna talk about Come on. Andor, yeah, Andor is You know, because I haven't fantastic. watched it. Andor and is I'm, fantastic. I, I just, I love your recommendations, because when you tell me something, and then I watch, I'm like, okay, he was right. Yeah. You have had, you have yet to do a, a Willie Smith on me, where you just strike out. I got a pretty good batting average so far. Say, yeah, you're doing really good. No, so like Andor is really good. It is. Oh, is it really? It's. I just. It's probably my favorite piece of like new Star Wars stuff that's come out. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. What was the last one? Okay, well, is it better than Obi Wan? So far, yes. Because <gasps> I didn't think Obi Wan was that great. Obi Wan has just... Obi Wan has its moments. Nah, it no, it was... does. Because like Ewan McGregor is like he is not. It's just... Here's the thing. It's this is Ewan what I'll McGregor. say. But it's Ewan McGregor. He carries that show. He is, like not, he is not sleepwalking. Dude, he is not sleepwalking through that series. He is like no, giving it his all. No, not at all. He's giving it all. I, that's like... the thing that amazed me is like he is in a streaming TV show, but he's treating it like he's doing Shakespeare. I mean, he is like, I'm coming at this hard. It has its moments. And most of the best moments involve him, do, you know, talking, doing stuff. The thing about Obi-Wan is it's... that that last episode is probably the best one with him and, him and uh, Vader talking to each other. I thought I liked that. I liked that part a lot. But Andor, man, Andor, really? on every single, it hits everything. There's no Jedi in it. Uh, there's no other. They haven't done like the weird aliens yet. It's very oh, grounded okay. and very. Uh, it's it's really f small focused on like a handful of people. But the characterization in it is is out of this world. It's like. I don't want to say it's a it's a mature Star Wars thing because it's still Star Wars, but it's as mature as far as themes, characters, and situations that Star Wars has done. So like wow. a dude says shit on that show. Which for Star Wars is like saying the F. That's a big, yeah. big, big deal. They show man. people they show people getting ready to get it on. And then they show no. people after they got it on. Oh, you know, what? Yeah, like there's like a scene where like the lady's on the side of the bed, like putting her shirt back on and everything. It's 
it, it goes to some places. But the other part of it is that's really cool is that it doesn't treat shooting people and killing people as like, well, they're just cannon fodder. They just died. Like the whole thing kicks off because uh, Andor gets into some trouble with just like two local corporate cops. From there, it just spirals off into this whole thing. But I can't recommend it enough. The characterization, the plotting, the pacing, the dialogue. The dialogue is great. I mean, it, it just Whoa. they just say what they need to say and get on. And the latest episode was a heist episode that basically built up over the last three episodes. So, and it's it's great. You... They've got Skarsgård in there. That dude is, of is, course, is great. I, what does he do there? He's like um, he's an awesome. He's always a weird that weird scientist or some. Yeah, but in of... this one, he's more like toward his more dramatic side than his okay. kooky side. So this is more okay. like you know dramatic actor. But it's 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 awesome. It, it was like watching like with Obi Wan. The show is what it was. But when you watched Ewan McGregor acting, he was doing so much subtle stuff, like the subtlety of his acting, mm -hmm. the way he was. He he did, he wasn't like overplaying it. He wasn't chewing scenery. It's the same thing in Andor where all of the actors like you could. This is a, a show where if you were to scrape off the Star Wars name, it's just a good show on its own. Like you said, if you like Rogue One, you will I definitely like you will definitely like Andor because the same people who wrote Rogue One and were involved in that okay. production are writing this show. But what have you been uh, what have you been watching? What have you been up to? So I watched. Uh, the uh, Showtime episode on Hulu. With the uh, Laker Dynasty as uh, narrated by, I, th I think she had a lot to do with it, Jeannie Buzz. Oh, and really? And it went okay. all the way back from the the daughter of got the team, the daughter yeah. of Jerry Buzz. Yep, got the team all the way to the current time, and when Kobe died, and you know LeBron James, and it even kind of showed a little bit of the friction with the kids and the power. I call them the kids, but. The, the you know bus the bus family and wanting to take over the take over uh, the Laker dynasty and who was going to be at the helm and yeah you can kind of sense it was a lot of uh, so I watched that great great show um, it's more like a biography and uh, you get perspectives from everyone some of the cases I wish they would open a little bit more and let out a little bit more of the dirt but it didn't they even well, talked about yeah. when Irvin left and. He he, because uh, Magic Johnson was the president for a while to bring James, and then he just kind of left. And it, it's it's funny to watch how people react and what they say after the fact. So yeah, I mean, show. if you got the family, if you got the family involved, they're probably not going to uh, they're probably not going to go too far into the more uh, seedier parts. No, they were pretty they were pretty open on that. Oh really? They did really good. Yeah, they were pretty open. It was just. Maybe on some of the players, but I guess they couldn't say too much because there are existing players in the roster. It, it would have been nice to hear that. I got to say, Hulu has really got my attention. Really? They got some good shows. Really? I watched the Mike Tyson one, too. Oh, what was based that Based on about? the Broadway show. I don't have Hulu, so I have no idea what's the... <laughs> is, is Mike Tyson a... involved in it, or is it... No, it's just somebody who plays it. It just basically goes like from his... like. Where he grew up to, where he rose and then he fell, and then what he was doing, and it, it was it was a the actor was really good. It was a good show. Again, I, honestly, Hulu has some good stuff out there that I've actually. Atlanta is another one. I don't know if you heard about Atlanta. That's with uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. 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 Yep. 
really good. It's kind of weird, quirky kind of deal. And also, I think her name is Swiss Beats or something like that. Or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But like those actors, they 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 do a good job. So I'm going to give props to Hulu. Make sure if you can, it would be worth um, just watching some of those shows. They did, I, they did the Pam and Tommy Lee movie, didn't I did. They? I didn't yeah. watch that because that oh. was a little bit... I, I I feel like I'm trying to limit how much I watch because almost every show that I watch there, I start binging. And I feel like <laughs> I just don't want to do that with my yeah. time, you know, because no, I, I was waiting for this whole thing with the uh, showtime every Sunday for the new episode. I was like, man, why am I doing this? Oh, the it H- was at nine. Yeah. Well, no, this is the one on Hulu. Oh, the one on Hulu. The HBO one was great, too. Yeah, the HBO one was really good. I like that. that was you could tell you could tell it was obviously yeah, you could tell it was obviously uh not quite factual about uh oh, definitely. but everything. I mean there was you know there was a lot of dramatization, like you said, going on there. Time. Yeah. I mean, poor Jerry West, you know, the logo. Yeah, Jerry West got treated dirty in that. But, but it, at but the same time, what? he's the His best character, character in the show. Is the best one. Maybe they took a little elements that Jerry gets nervous or whatever, and then they just made him like this raging asshole that throws stuff around, you know? Yeah, just yeah, that hated to be there and didn't want to do it. And you're like, but loves it. It's just yeah. kind of a weird. Like he hates and, himself. That kind of whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. but the one the burning question I have, like I I've been hot on Andor. I love I love Andor. But speaking yeah. of hot, how is Hot D House of the Dragon? House of the Dragon, my friend. I know you you're not there yet and you've lost faith. No, I just after and after having my time wasted with Game of Thrones, I'm not watching anymore. Mr. Senor George let you down. I don't know if no, it wasn't George who let me down. It was Senor whoever was George running that show. Was trying to complete a book that he never completed. But this show, House of the D man house of the d they own up to it man it's like somebody pitched the tent and said look at me i'm right here and i'm that good so you're saying someone pitched a tent on house of the d some somebody at house of d pitched it up and is taking ownership and i have taken notice my friend it's a damn good show really from the characters to the scenes the investment they make on it and they give the game of, and they give just just to give you an, an idea so the throne you know the chair that everyone wants to sit in right the original one they didn't really they didn't give it the the way that it was supposed to look it was supposed to have a bunch of swords that had basically fallen in battle or given themselves to this family and yeah. they were part of the they made it part of obviously the the chair itself, but there was also all these other swords. They do that, okay? Because in the books, that. in the books, that that throne is massive with all it the is. swords. Yeah, yeah. They don't make it as massive as the book, but still, they're trying to give credit for what the book is, and and they do that. And and there's little subtleties that you almost have to listen to what the director intended after the shows you know whatever episodes over to oh okay yeah i see that now they they do an awesome job and it's 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 i think what i enjoyed more about 
you know, Game of Thrones was when they were doing like the plotting and talking, and then and then you would get the splash, you know, like but all this kind of and oh man, it happens, and it's in different timelines, so it's kind of going back and forth. Oh really? And it's all about the Kardashians on dragons. <laughs> it's awesome, man. But how how are the uh, how are the actors on that show? How are the oh they they're they're good. I, I... Is like everybody I mean, getting buck naked? It seems to be like a contractual requirement. You know, people people think like it doesn't happen that much, or maybe I've been just kind of desynthesized because they were saying the last episode was had a lot of the butt nakedness, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, that's to me when I think of Game of Thrones, I think of big battles and buck naked people. Really, yeah. I always think of the red, uh, the red wedding. That's uh, what yeah. I always think of. That's the first thing. And then I think of the Battle of the Bastards. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, gory scenes. Those are my favorite scenes, by the way. It's, it's a great scene. From, from a back job. when the show was good. Well, it was, always, it was basically coming to an end, but that was at least they did a good job on that yeah. scene. It, it was kind of like 300-ish, but, but not to that extreme of yeah. uh, 300. It just what a battle should be. Yeah, but that and last they didn't season. And dragons. That last season was just the dumbest thing I've ever. It's. Well, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It's so bad. Yeah, you yeah, can tell Senor they were trying George... to race. You can tell they were trying to race to the finish line. They yeah. didn't care if if they completed any storylines or what. They're like, well, yeah, we got man. we got this many episodes. Let's just race to the finish, and, and what happens happens. Senor George, though, you won't be disappointed. I think you will find the faith in him and in HBO. It's a good show. <laughs> find faith in HBO. Yep. We used to when in my when I used to be uh, go to school in LA. There was this guy that played Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> <laughs> he would roll up in his car, like he had a hat on, like he would wear it like this. <laughs> and the whole time, man, and it would be like, oh, it's word to Sumadre. Yeah, word to you, word to. You. Yeah, word to your mother. <laughs> we just thought it was funny that this dude would play it all the time. Like, the whole Friday, he would roll around. We'd be playing basketball, and he'd be like, just with the, trying to get attention from the young girls. With with Vanilla Ice. With Vanilla the Ice coolest, his hat. The coolest rapper ever. The coolest, at that time, rapper for, like, a split second. <laughs> yeah. In Living Color, totally... Uh... Destroyed him. Destroyed him, man. That dude. Jim Carrey, man. Yeah, that one skit, man. It was like five minutes and his entire career was over, dude. It was. After that, like, no respect for black people or anyone. Yeah, but they, but they showed, like, how much of a clown he was, you know? Because he was a poser yeah, in a lot of ways. But then you watch, like, you look at Vanilla Ice now. He does, like, those home improvement shows. Have you seen it? Like, he does DIY, like, like he's like a house flipper now. No. Yeah, yeah, he um, he has a show. I don't know if it's on HGTV or DIY Network, but he has this whole thing where he buys houses and flips them. He's actually, I mean, he he does well at it, but that's like his gig now. He he flips houses. He's gone from stop collaborate and listen to putting up cortices, you know, and stuff like well, redecorating garages. I, I rooted for him, and I knew he he must have had it hard, right? I mean, I mean, I know he was he was on top of the world, and he had. Donna for a while, but yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, still, he 
Did you ever it must see this? Have been hard. Did you ever see? Uh, remember, like, um, who was the network? They used to do the show with yeah, celebrities. Celebrity shows. Yeah, that's where. I, where I like all like, the like all the washed up celebrities would go on that show. It was like almost like Big Brother, but it was for celebrities. They would go into a house and live together yeah, for a while. You know what I remember most about that show is three things: Vanilla Ice, Flavor Flay. Oh yeah, and then Flavor Flay hooking up with uh, Sonia. Yes. Oh yeah, with Red Sonia. <laughs> oh man, you're right. He did. Brigitte Nelson. Like, Brigitte oh, Nelson. Oh, no. I used to have a big crush on her. Oh yeah, she was like an Amazon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how old was she? she was in her sixties by then, though. Maybe fifties. Because that show came on in like the early two thousands, right? I can't remember what it. was it called. I don't know. It's um, dude. She gave birth to a child at fifty-four. Holy cow! She was born in nineteen sixty-three. Oh, oh, okay. So that would make her uh, fifty-eight, fifty-nine years old right now. Not that, no. If she was oh, born yeah, in fifty-nine, yeah. Oh wow! So she must. This that show was what fifteen. She looked pretty. But that show was like fifteen <laughs> years ago. What I remember from that show is Vanilla Ice. Strange Love, but that oh that was a show they oh, did that after that. Show, yeah. yeah, that was like they that was like a spinoff show that they did. I remember Vanilla Ice, but I remember um, Tammy Faye Baker and Ponch from Chips was on there. But they didn't hook up. No, no, they didn't hook up. But I just remember them from oh and the, uh, Peter. You know who did hook up? Uh, Peter Brady. Oh yeah, he married her and some model. I can't remember her name. Yeah. They hooked up on the show, and then they did their own show called, like, Growing Up Brady or something like that. Yeah. After that, but they had to have broken up, because those two just... You could tell those two just did not yeah, have anything in was, common. Uh, Adrian Marie Curry or something. Is what Adrian I'm, Curry. I'm, that's that's her name. Yeah. Yeah, those two. I That was, like, an odd pairing right there, because it seemed, seemingly they didn't have anything in common. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, Christopher yeah, Knight, he's, like, middle-aged. He's not going to turn down a... A girl in her mid to late twenties who was like clearly infatuated with him. Yeah, so she's she was twenty twenty four because she's forty oh. now. Wow, she was twenty four and he had to have been in his forties. He was uh forty nine. He was 40- yeah. That was a big thing. The wow, age difference. That was that's a massive age difference. Wow. Yeah, they had yeah. a lot of uh, interesting characters on that show, man. Like Vanilla Ice, they had Ponch from Chips in one yeah. season. They had Tammy Faye Baker and Ron Jeremy on one season. Yeah, but Vanilla Ice, when he did his season, you could tell he was still angry about like oh, what yeah, had happened what to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he, uh, like he, he, like he, like tore up. Like, didn't he go on like a rampage and like tear up the set? You know, like yeah. the house they were in, like just wreck everything. Yeah, um, remembering. Yeah, he was like he still had a lot of anger, but then he had like sad stuff, like um, like Mini Me was on one of the seasons. Vern, Vern Troyer. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, they played it for laughs, where, like, his drinking, he he, had, he was an alcoholic, apparently. He had a drinking I mean, problem. I remember he was, like, naked. Yeah, that was the whole thing. They played it for laughs, where he's naked, and he's just pissing all over the place. Like, he's on his little yeah. electric scooter, and, like, doesn't know where he's at. And now it's, like, so bad to do that. I think that's how that show got. Well, that was the, the 2000s in general were really mean. That, that was a mean decade where... They, they took a lot of stuff that's kind of sad and played it for laughs. You know, held people up for uh, mockery and ridicule when they needed help, man. That, that dude, like you're looking at it, 
And he's like, on one hand, you're like, oh, this is funny. But on the other hand, it's like, this dude needs help, man. This dude's like an alcoholic. This is right. not normal behavior, you know? It was, it was sad, man. It's like, because that little dude, he died. Yeah, well, he, he didn't have a long lifespan, but it didn't help to drink that much either. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to have to drop out. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm looking at Bridget Nielsen's life now. And <laughs> I can't do that. Okay. It's like, why? So, with that, I've been Polo. My friend's been Cabeza. Buenas noches, gente. And that'll do it for this week. We'll talk to you next time on What in Tarnation? 